Hello. The possibility of life on other planets is a notion that's been grappled with since the dawn of Homo sapiens. Stars and planets for countless millennia amongst the only things that illuminated the night have always fascinated and humbled humans. From primitive tribes gazing at burning stars to the great sun-worshipping civilizations of ancient Egypt, humans have always looked to the skies with wonder, inspiration and fear. The idea of intelligent life out there in the vacuum of space has been debated for years. Some claim that the very fact we've not been visited yet proves there is no intelligent life within any realistic, contactable distance. Others counter that as we've only been transmitting radio waves into the galaxy for about 100 years, we have to give any hypothetical aliens out there the chance to tune in and respond. If you subscribe to the Drake Equation, there could be anything between 20 and 100 million planets with intelligent life in the universe. But should we really be hoping to find aliens out there? Do we have anything to offer them? Will any visitors soon? And more importantly, why would we think that a race capable of interstellar travel on a par with the far reaches of our imagination, let alone technology, would be in the least bit friendly to us? Before we head into our podcast proper, I will leave you with the philosophical and not at all blood-chillingly frightening words of the great Arthur C. Clarke. Two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe, or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. Go on then, we're going. <laughs> right, I won't go into this. Let's not talk about how long it's been since we've done one. Well, you've just this. you've just mentioned it now, right, well, so that, we may as well say something. All right. Well, it's it's been quite a while. How long do you think it's been? Maybe a year or something. Now it hasn't been a year. But enough about us. How have you guys been? <laughs> you know they can't answer. Right, right. Yeah. Have we still got any subscribers? Yeah, we've got shitloads. Right. Well, massive apologies. We haven't been on Twitter for a while though. Life, life, <laughs> just, life has just got in yeah. the way, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's you know it does get in the way. You've had your honeymoon. I have I, had a honeymoon. I um, am balder, even yeah. balder. Yeah, you yeah. are actually. Didn't yeah. think that would be possible. Yeah. yeah, you've been well busy. Don't drink tea when you're doing a podcast. Oh, but I'm gasping. Right. Oh, yeah. God. No, I've been very busy. So, but what a way to return with watching what? a film described as a modern classic by who? By Rotten Tomatoes. It says it blends science fiction horror and bleak poetry into a seamless whole. What kind of poetry was that? That's how it's described. Do you know what I call it, mate? What? Poor man's red dwarf alien. Uh, Yeah? What do you think about that? I think that's, um, yeah, great great analysis of it. But do you not think, obviously you're well into science fiction films and alien and stuff like that. If you hadn't watched it that often, and you were well into red dwarf, wouldn't you be thinking, uh, this could be so much funnier? No, like alien. Of course no, it could. I, I think that when I watch Red Dwarf, to be honest. Yeah, well, that, don't, uh, no, don't say that. Yeah, no, that is like that is fair enough. Red, I will say I don't want to sound like I'm slagging off Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Every single episode of Red Dwarf could be a film. The writing is so good. I just yeah, think yeah. the comedy is dated a little bit, but it's really clever and really like it's amazingly well written. And Chris Barry is like just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, the ideas, the, some of the ideas they had in those first ones were brilliant. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, we, oh, yeah. We, welcome to Paranormal Podcast. <laughs> we watched Alien, 1979 film directed by our very own Sir Ridley Scott. Well done, sir. Written by Dan O'Bannon, who also wrote Total Recall 
and Blue Thunder. It won an Oscar. Do you know what it might have won the Oscar for? Well, Alien. Yeah. Probably like special effects or something at that Correct. time. Correct. Best yeah. visual effects. Yeah, because ima- I mean, it's still quite good now. Imagine then. Just I think my dad said something about it actually when I was well, a kid. What did he say? I can't remember. Probably so, said fantastic. He said it was superb, I think. Yeah. Like the effects on it. I mean, it must have blown people's heads off. Yeah. It was quite. It, it was kind of immediately hailed as a classic when it came out. People loved it. Because also, in the era that it came out, people were kind of used to... Like, so it came out in, like, 1979. Remember, Star Wars had been a couple of years earlier, which had set off everyone's obsession with space. So you had all these kind of Star Wars imitators coming out, all these, like, romps through space and, like, family films where aliens were, like, either cuddly creatures or funny or they were like second fiddle to humans and stuff then all of a sudden alien a film called alien comes out and the tagline is in space no one can hear you scream so if that doesn't put you off enough yeah yeah. and you go and watch it expecting like the alien to be like a fucking ewok or something (laughs) it just comes out and goes just just does everyone so it was it was real like i mean obviously there have been horrors before but it was a real... It really changed people's mood on the whole space. You've got to feel sorry thing. for those guys peddling those posters of, like, the alien just with a spliff, like a friendly alien with a, with a bifta. Yeah, take, take me to your dealer. Yeah, couldn't be any different. No, 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 no. But what I've done then is I've kind of just gone through what I thought of different bits in the film. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Oh, God, okay. Right, so... Oh. Shall, shall I just do a quick sum up? I've not written anything. Yeah, go on then. If, yeah. if anyone hasn't seen Alien. So it's a film about the crew of like a, it's like an interstellar trucker film at the start. It's about a ship called the Nostromo and these, these guys in it are like, the Nostromo is a ship that mines minerals from different planets. They're on the way back from a mission. They see a distress signal and they go and investigate it. Basically, turns out to be an alien egg, which they, a load of alien eggs, which they don't know about. One of them infects Kane, played by John Hurt, with a face hugger, injects an egg into him. It bursts out of his chest, and basically, the rest of the film is this alien, which is called a xenomorph, running around the ship, killing everyone. What you're done, yeah? You're so, so yes. That's it in a really little nutshell. So yeah, going through. So that's the first mad bit, really, is um, that Kane guy. And imagine <laughs> how annoyed with him you'd be if you were that guy. If you were the captain, Dallas, or whatever, and all you've said to them lot is, "Don't touch him." Like, don't <laughs> like. And then he he has. Then it's like, what's happened here? An alien has attached itself to your face. Like, yeah, can you come into my office, please? <laughs> what did I tell you, Kane? Don't yeah. look at him. Look at me. What did I yeah, tell you yeah, not yeah. to do? It's pretty like. I mean, it's it's a good start. I'll give him that. It's a strong start. Like, oh well, I'm sure Ridley Scott will be very yeah. glad that you're going to give him that. That yeah. it's a good start. Fair play to you. Yeah. Um, and then I tell you, who I didn't like from the start, and because and was very perceptive of me not to like him. That bloke <laughs> Ash. Oh, no, no time for him at all. Is that because he was ice cold and had a British accent and spoke really weirdly and was intellectual? 
No, all that aside, first thing is you lose massive respect for him. Those couple of engineers lads, like, like, ball into the meeting, right? And they just order him to get up out of his seat. That Yafet Koto goes, get up, like that, and he does. Yeah, it was like prison. And yeah. it's like, do you know what I mean? These, these are a couple of engineers in their probably, what, late 20s, early 30s maybe? Yeah, yeah. Should be able to stand up for a meeting, shouldn't you? Yeah. Should be in their yeah. absolute prime. But he just gets bossed. And he just does it, doesn't he? So why didn't you like him because of that? Well, Surely you should have, that should have elicited feelings of sympathy. Yeah, a little bit of sympathy, but also like, mate, you're not gonna you're not gonna last a minute on this ship. Well he lasted a while. Stand up to them boys. Anyway. Then he overrides old Ripley, didn't he? To let oh, no, that that's the, the mistake this old film hinges on. Yeah. What's the matter with it on the CCTV? Oh, yeah, you're right. What's it like out there? It's a bit blustery. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Can you let us in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a minute. What's what's he got? Was he bought a mask or something? <laughs> He's with a pants <laughs> shop down there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny. Did you get one for all of us? No, so, oh, it's an alien stuck to his face. <laughs> Look, let us in, though. Oh, no, I'm. Well, I'm going to. No, I'm not going to do that because. Um, it'll be bad, wouldn't it? And the rest of us are like, no, no, let us, no, come on. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's just because like, oh, no, don't be like, don't be a swat. No, no, because um, it's against all the stuff. Or, oh, how are you in? Thingy's let us in. Yeah, that was well annoying. Yeah, and he's wrecked it. He, would you say, he has wrecked everything mm. by that going forward then? Yeah, but of course, you know, that's what, he meant yeah to but at the time you don't know do you this is what you're watching and you're like oh, what's his game that's why you were screaming at the cinema <laughs> in the crouch end picture house yeah yeah yeah, yeah. damn and then um, the I like the bit then when Kane obviously they sort him out they get this thing off his face eventually and then he does wake up and he like he comes in for this breakfast and he's like um, he's like a guy on the second morning of a stag like yeah, try, he is. He's like trying to pretend he's all right, but like over the top, like, oh yeah, I can't wait to be drinking again. <laughs> Everyone else is like, you know. I, I can't wait to be doing all that engineer work <laughs> yeah. that we're all going to be doing in a bit. <laughs> yeah. Good to be back, guys. And then, yeah, obviously. This and he's laughing loads at everyone as well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's well overcompensating for something. And then, yeah, this thing bursts out of his, which is, if you haven't seen it before, is very exciting. It is a good, it's it's a good, and I'm not really into like science fiction horror films as much as no. I am into like funny stuff or really sad films and that. But um, it's very exciting, isn't it? Yeah, the chest burster scene obviously is yeah. uh, probably the most iconic scene in Alien. The guy who wrote it, Dan O'Bannon, died when he was 63 of complications of Crohn's disease, Ooh. and he previously said that it was that because he struggled with it all his life that helped him write the chestburster scene because it was so like it was so horrible he felt like he had a chestburster in him bloody hell yeah it's pretty haunting isn't it when you think he dies of of something and he'd said that that is about that me and that disease you should be aren't you churning anything good out then you got heartburn and all that that's not Crohn's disease (laughs) no I know but I mean yeah I should do yeah yeah I mean but he was also a really good writer Thing is that that's what makes you. You can't just have Crohn's disease. That's what makes you write, even if you're feeling that ill, he'll like still write something. To be honest, even if I've got a bit of a sore throat or if I don't bother, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, look at this podcast. 
Yeah, well, anyway. We haven't done anything since. Is this the first one of this year? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, easily. I said it's the first one we've done for about a year. Mm. Well, no, a few, fair few months. But anyway, so. Great to be back, guys. Bang! Aliens come out of him. The rest of them are thinking. An alien. Yeah, the rest of them are thinking. The whole film is called Alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're thinking, this ain't good. This is not good. And as you said, as it, it turns out, this this Ash guy has wanted... Someone said to him on the sly, haven't they? Oh, bring one, see if you can bring one of these back. Basically like a, like a fridge magnet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gone horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, so he's like the Iago, isn't he, really? For this whole film. Do you mean... No, I mean like, yeah, I know it's a Shakespeare thing, yeah. No, not, but like, he's a... Uh, He's devious, isn't he? His character. So were you doing ER going the yeah, Shakespearean ER yeah, or yeah. right, okay. So I was gonna say he's not really like the parrot. Yeah, but well that, that parrot was like was two faced, wasn't he? But um Yeah, but you always got the feeling he was like just being like it because of Jafar. And also he turned into a goodie in the second one and in the in the spin off series, Iago. Well, the parrot. Yeah, he always had it in him to be nice. Mm. I always felt it was harsh at the end of Aladdin when Jafar dragged him into that lamp because Jafar's a genie now, so he can fit in a lamp. But that bird, like its beak just smashes through and he just must be... Yeah, but it's like you wouldn't have lasted long in there. It's not someone who's got a massive dog and keeps it in a small flat, isn't it? Just selfish. Yeah. He should have just let... Oh, oh, he, he likes it in here, does he? Why is he eating everything in here? He yeah. just tried to attack four kids. Yeah. He ruined his life. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. Is this going to take long? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, did you like the bit when they work out it's him and he's like, and they essentially kill him, don't they? Because he's a robot, he's still alive. Yeah. And he's, his head is like, he's like a cross between that thing off Monty Python, the knight, um, and he's, like an, a, he's an android, yeah, by the way. And a really bitter football manager. Like when they're they're just basically saying to him, what, do you see what you you've done? You've wrecked everything. You wanted to bring this thing back and now he's destroyed everything. And he's just there going, <laughs> Yeah. Like I, I might only have my head left, but this thing is gonna destroy you. Like he's just really <laughs> like when them guys go in, lose fifteen nil in a semi final and then go, nah, they weren't that good. Like Liverpool yeah, Liverpool, yeah. Will, Liverpool will destroy him in the final. Like, it's just really like <laughs> He's really, he's just really bitter. Yeah, but he does. He doesn't care, does he? Because he's got no feelings. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you know, we don't know, do we? You're, yes. You're not an android. I'm not. We don't know what it's like. Yeah, but he doesn't have a nervous system. How yeah. can you? How can you build? I don't know. It'd be pointless, wouldn't it? What do you think of the end of the film? And like, when you finished watching it first time, were you well excited? To watch Alien 2. Aliens. Aliens 2. Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, I, you can never imagine watching it and not knowing that there's a sequel out there because Aliens is massive, isn't it? But I thought it was a really nice, bleak kind of ending. And obviously, you know there's another one, so... But how will it go on that they'll do another one if she... Basically, the end of it, you think she's booted this alien off because this guy, this alien, won't give up, will he? You'll give him that. No. They think they've got him off the main thing. Then she goes into the little emergency craft, 
thing. Yeah. And she's like about to like start having a tea or whatever and a sit down with yeah. a cat. And it's like, <laughs> oh no, he's like tucked himself in. Yeah. Like, like he's hiding like on a camp, like when you put a bed away on a camper van or something, he's like tucked in a little bit. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, Go, yeah. Going like, well, because they can like hibernate because they don't breathe, they don't breathe like we do. They yeah. breathe like insects through osmosis so you can't you can't see anything they, they can just stay really 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 still and like and luckily he happens to be really well suited to that spaceship because he's he's fused with the host that he was in that's Kane so he's a bit human like yeah so he, that's that's why he, he can't, that's the excuse they use as to why it does just look like a bloke in a suit at the end I didn't I, I was reading that on the Wikipedia thing that was actually played by someone, and obviously, because how else would it work? But I remember. Do you know who it was played by? I didn't know. I didn't know the name. I didn't know. Balaki Balaki Bedejo played the alien. He was from Nigeria. Yeah. And he was six foot ten. And he was. Yeah. He was discovered by a member of Ridley Scott's production team in a pub in Soho. Fucking hell. I mean. Imagine seeing someone six foot ten is basically seven foot. Imagine yeah. seeing someone seven foot in a pub yeah. in Soho. But imagine being uh, one of Ridley Scott's talent scouts and just leaving the office and going, Ridley, going, Are you off to try and find someone for uh, yes, Ridley, we're off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not just going down the pub. But you, no, we're not. We're going to the the. We're going to go and see some Olympic. Like yeah, we've got lo- yeah, loads yeah. of meetings. All right, see you later. Straight down the blue posts. Yeah. Pint, pint. This six foot ten fucking Nigerian guy walks in. You'd be like, Amazing. mate, can you please be in a film for us? <laughs> yeah. Draw it, writing it out on the back of a beer mat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it comes out this guy's stomach and all that. Like, imagine how many out of work actors would be in a pub in Soho as well trying to get your attention. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then yeah, this yeah. guy comes in. Be yeah. quality. You'd be gutted though, wouldn't you? If you'd been there all day. Like you've done two auditions in that Soho theatre, and you did a, che- like... a Cheerios audition, <laughs> and you just got you just got sacked off for another one, and you just sat there. They, you're about to hang yourself, and then some guy speaks to you for ages, like, "Oh no, this film Alien, it's got a like, massive budget. Are you about? Oh yeah, yeah. Hang on, and then that <laughs> other guys come in. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. it. That guy, um, he didn't do any more films in Hollywood. He went back to Nigeria straight after. Alien to run an art gallery. He was doing graphic design in London. Brilliant. Did did that. Went and ran an art gallery. But he died when he was thirty nine of sickle cell anemia. Really bad. Really sick, sad. Sickle cell. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell! Imagine doing all that before you're thirty nine. Yeah, I know. Well, I say, rest in paradise, bro. Yeah, exactly. Good Congra- performance. Well, congratulations. Bel- 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 and I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. It's either Belaghi or Belaghi. I would say congratulations on one of the most memorable performances in any film ever. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I was reading this bloke on the internet reckons he did a thing saying what if aliens were real, xenomorphs, the specific aliens in Alien. And he said he reckons if they did come down to Earth, we'd batter them because we've got loads of guns. Yeah. But he then, however, went on to say that there's loads of caves on Earth, so loads of them would probably run off down a load of those. And then he also said that loads of people would want to put them in zoos and stuff, yeah. so we wouldn't ever get rid of them. 
it was a really long video and I think this guy had thought about it for a long, long while. I personally don't think any alien would be bothered anymore coming down here. What do you mean? It's just shit, isn't it? You just they just have a look at it and just be like, "What's the f- what's the point? What? What's the point? Really? Well, they could come down and eat loads of stuff. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, I suppose that would be it. Just to be like, well, yeah, we'll just we'll just destroy it. <laughs> what do you think of the music? <laughs> what I was going to say is, well, that's two things. One, um, that it's just that's a brilliant thing that they did on Red Dwarf that the cat went in that thing as well and then turned into a human into the stasis thing. Yeah, it's a wicked idea. And like, you do think, ah, oh, this aliens could have something here. If, do, you, like, do you all? Base all your sci-fi film watching on Red Dwarf. Do you always reference Red Dwarf whenever you watch a sci-fi? Pretty much. But to be fair though, a mining ship with a cat on it, like that is it's it must be the closest yeah. one to Red Dwarf. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. how amazing do you think it would be to just go in stasis for like oh. a week, just have a nice like? Pro- I want that to happen every Sunday. Uh, a nice proper sleep. Yeah. Be lovely. Yeah. Do you reckon you feel like really weird when they wake you up though? Well, I think you'd be a bit groggy, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I suppose you have to just have like a cup of tea for a bit, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, sh- shake your head up a bit. Yeah. We'll be like without a coma, would it? What would you have for your first meal? Um, something with cheese on, probably. Well, you'd have to have breakfast, wouldn't you? A you nice can't... vegan lasagna. Like, no one's going to wake up for something like that and not have, like, a breakfast dish. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, of course, you, you can't, like... You're not going to wake up and then go, oh, no, who wants a curry? Maybe like, it'd be, want... like, it'd be, like, a holiday breakfast. So you'd, there'd be a buffet. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you'd yeah. get your eggs and cereal and that, but then you'd think, well, why not Why not have a fucking pork pie and a slab of cheese <laughs> yeah. as well? The most pointless, the most pointless thing, and I do this as well. But I would say, in my defence on this, I do, I do try and eat a bit of fruit quite often anyway. But then people who go up for a fruit course on yeah, a yeah, on a holiday yeah. buffet, come on, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you've never ever had a bit of melon and yogurt yeah. in, your, in your life, <laughs> yeah. and I, I get it because holiday, it's all everything is like. Everything changes, doesn't it? You know, it's what? like, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Like all, all year round for like 52 weeks of the year, you have cornflakes or yeah, toast yeah, for yeah. breakfast. And when you're on holiday, you have a couple of tempura prawns, a load of cheese, yeah. some weird cold bread, and like 16 hot chocolates. It's wonder why you would have killed yourself for half the holiday, yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I, I don't want to meet the man who goes, and I'll tell you, we would do it, Doug go on a holiday like that and just still have porridge like, oh mate Doug like you have at home yeah 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 you know let your hair down <laughs> but anyway so what I would say <laughs> yeah. about Alien is I give it a bloody thumbs up and I, I'd watched it once before but it was like really either drunk somewhere or a bit tired probably with you and like having a few cans and people were talking and I didn't really get into it but in the cinema I, like v- very very good very good film 
Nice one. I just feel like the others. I didn't like that. Covenant. Don't talk down X. You oh, yeah. can't hear. I didn't like that Covenant one. I just feel like they lost it a bit after AEW. Well, we're not. We're purposefully not talking about any of the other AEW oh. films because it's a massive thing talking about the the pantheon of Alien films. So we're just doing Alien on its own. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or we were. Um, what do you think the original title of Alien was? Yeah. What would you have called it? Like, something about, like, Stomach Melter or something like that. No, it was called Star Beast. Oh, that is originally. good. Yeah, that is good. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. It's annoying because when you hear original titles, most of the time you're like, fucking hell, that's rubbish. But that is actually an all right title, I think. So yesterday I was supposed to be looking for a job yesterday because yeah. I'm deeply unhappy in my job at the moment. <clears throat> and I ended up Googling the difference between a neomorph and a deacon, which are types of alien. And then I ended up spending half an hour reading a scientific report about the physiology of the xenomorph and how it could, in fact, probably have had acid for blood and not be injured by it because it is some kind of hydrosulfuric acid compound which they're immune to for some reason because of an endobiological build-up which they've developed a bioorganical insulation from. Yeah. What do you think to that? Well, better use of your time than... Can I have some money, please? Well, I haven't got any money. Yeah, better use of your time than... What have you been doing this morning? Oh, don't... And no, because this is going to sound like a stupid thing now. What have you been doing? It's just a game I've downloaded. Yeah, and what do you do on it? Not, well, imagine, like, imagine I was doing this, you'd be ripping me on here. What what is it what are you doing? Well I'm just it's like a So this is a happily married man. It's like, like a, everything going for him. It's like a life thing yeah. simulator. So I'm right. a, a guy called Alistair Rooney. Yeah. And I'm a cameraman at the minute. I've got ninety eight grand in my bank yeah. and I've just adopted a chihuahua called Avalanche. Yeah, and you and you're in a, a gay relationship. Yeah. It came up a while ago and said you are having strong homosexual feelings, what do you want to do? Yeah, hell said, yeah, act on it. Yeah, he said, tell everyone you're straight, tell everyone you're gay. And I went, well yeah, tell everyone I'm gay. Yeah. So I came out, I went out with a guy called Logan for a bit, but I got rid of him because I booked a holiday to Brighton and he didn't want to come. Why? Don't know, he didn't go into that. A bit cliched, isn't it? Like, you just come out going to Brighton, why didn't you, why do you want to go there? Don't know, I just felt like my family... I, like it's the first holiday I've had on my own, so I wanted to just go almost go somewhere a bit cliched and also I'm from like America, I'm from like a small town in America. What are you just do- kind of find him off. What's he doing here? What are you doing over here? Was he come over for what? Work or what do you mean? So Alistair is from America, yeah? Yeah, I'm American. Oh, you're yeah. living in America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going on holiday to Brighton in the UK. Yeah. Well, because mm. Brighton's like a mecca for homosexuals, isn't it? Is it? And I just feel no, and I feel like if you're a young gay in America, that would Brighton might be like the equivalent of what we think of San Francisco, because yeah. London, England, and London and stuff are quite cool to Americans. So I think if you're like I'm, I was 19 when I went to Brighton in this, yeah. and I just think that'd be like quite a cool like stamp down of like something to do. We've I've gone on a day since with our new boyfriend. We went to Helsinki last year. Oh, no, a bit, cost, bit expensive. Cost though, a lot, it? cost a lot, yeah. You got on all right with him there, did you? When yeah, you know? well, our, actually our relationship is like better than it ever was been since we got back off holiday. 
Strange, isn't it? Because it puts a bit of pressure sometimes, the first holiday, but... Yeah, look, going all right, George Taylor. He's just a bit more grounded than Logan was. Logan was a bit too... God. Well, and this yeah. is an actual thing, isn't it? You, yeah. That you are doing this, like... It is really good, yeah. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work harder at my job now. Right. So we get some more money. Oh, sorry, we're still doing the podcast. Yes. Right. So, in conclusion... Well, yeah, in conclusion... Alien, brilliant film, and to take away from it... Oh, we haven't done anything about paranormal. Yeah, but is aliens are, aren't they? Yeah. And, and like, to be honest, if we've got people still listening to us, I reckon... No, don't that, say that. Well, I reckon they're well aware that, like, it's very tenuous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paranormal yeah. stuff on this, so... Well, anyway, that's the end of but this. we are going to start doing these more now, because, to be fair to us, it's like... You know, it's not even half eight in the morning, is it? So we're just trying to just fit it about. Yeah, but yeah, aliens. If you haven't seen it, alien, alien. Yeah, go and watch it. I'd say. I mean, okay. you, you can't. Yeah. I mean, you can't. It's not. Like... You can. We went to see it last the other night. Yeah, but wasn't that like a special thing? Yeah, because it was a fortieth anniversary. You might be able to still see it somewhere. Forty years. Yeah. Imagine you were like nearly forty as well, and you hadn't seen it. What a treat for your fortieth. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. A wicked night out. Imagine this for your 40th birthday. Go watch... Um, no, come on. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Go watch Alien. Have a couple of beers while you're watching that. Come out. Go to like some sort of like, like a Mexican restaurant, like, like one that angel where you're getting... Why would you say Mexican? Me, neither of us like Mexican food. Yeah, yeah. But when you've had a couple of jars and that, yeah, get out and like have yourself some like nice Tex, Tex-Mex food and then just crack on for the rest of the night. And that's your 40th. Like the... Place where they put like an umbrella and a cake for you. Have a couple of bottles of soul, and then hit up the rest. Of, well, or maybe have karaoke then. Well, we'll join us next. Brilliant. Join us next week in the next two weeks or whatever it is when we do a next podcast. Don't know what we're gonna do yet. Don't know when I'm gonna upload this. But well, doing it tomorrow, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>